My name is Bill Crockett, and this is Touch of the Master's Hand. Thanks for joining us today. Hello again, everybody. This is Bill Crockett, and you're listening to Touch of the Master's Hand. Today's episode is entitled, The Results of Forgiveness. And we find this in Psalm 51. After David's sin with Bathsheba in 2 Samuel chapter 11, he was confronted by the prophet Nathan, who, con- who came to David and confronted him with his sin, and then pronounced God's consequences because of it. Nathan said because David had confessed, God had forgiven him and he would not die. In Psalm 51, we have a more detailed account of David's confession to God. In David's prayer of confession, he asked for three specific things that I believe were granted to him because God answered his prayer and pronounced he had been forgiven. I believe we can have these same three things, these same three results when we confess our sin and are forgiven by God. So let's read Psalm 51 and then talk briefly about these three results of forgiveness. Psalm 51, beginning in verse 1. Have mercy on me, O God, David writes, because of your unfailing love. Because of your great compassion, blot out the stain of my sins. Wash me clean from my guilt. Purify me from my sin. For I recognize my rebellion. It haunts me day and night. Against you and you alone have I sinned. I have done what is evil in your sight. You will be proved right in what you say, and your judgment against me is just. For I was born a sinner, yes, from the moment my mother conceived me. But you desire honesty from the womb, teaching me wisdom even there. Purify me from my sins, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Oh, give me back my joy again. You have broken me. Now let me rejoice. Don't keep looking at my sins. Remove the stain of my guilt. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence, and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and make me willing to obey you. Then I will teach your ways to rebels, and they will return to you. Forgive me for shedding blood, O God, who saves. Then I will joyfully sing of your forgiveness. Unseal my lips, O Lord, that my mouth may praise you. You do not desire a sacrifice, or I would offer one. You do not want a burnt offering. The sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit, and you will not reject a broken and repentant heart, O God. In these verses, David is praying for God's forgiveness, and he asks for three things that I believe are the three results of forgiveness that we can all experience. So let me give them to you. Number one, the first result of forgiveness, the removal of the guilt. In Psalm 51, verses 1 and 2, David said, Have mercy on me, O God, because of your unfailing love. Because of your great compassion, blot out the stain of my sins. Wash me clean from my guilt. Psalm 51 and verse 9. Don't keep looking at my sins. Remove the stain of my guilt. 
Guilt can be a paralyzing thing in our life. Listen to how David describes it in Psalm 38. David writes, because of your anger, speaking about God, my whole body is sick. My health is broken because of my sins. My guilt overwhelms me. It is a burden too heavy to bear. My wounds fester and stink because of my foolish sins. I am bent over and racked with pain. All day long, I walk around filled with grief. A raging fever burns within me, and my health is broken. I am exhausted and completely crushed. My groans come from an anguished heart. In these verses, David describes the pain of the guilt of his sin. He acknowledges that his guilt is a result of his, quote, foolish sins. He describes what this guilt did to him like this. He said it overwhelms him. It's a burden too heavy to bear. All day long, he's filled with grief. He's exhausted and completely crushed. His heart is full of anguish. My friend, have you ever felt that way? Have you in your life reached a point of depression that was so bad that it overwhelmed you? It was a burden too heavy for you to bear. All day long, you were filled with grief. You're exhausted and completely crushed, and your heart is full of anguish. Well, my friend, when we confess our sin to God and he forgives us, he removes all of that. He removes the guilt. One of the greatest results of God's forgiveness is the removal of the guilt. And then he says, he remembers our sin no more. Hebrews chapter 8 and verse 12 says, and I will forgive their wickedness and I will never again remember their sins. Friend, if you're living with guilt that's crushing you like David's was, ask God to forgive you and he will. He will then remove the guilt and you begin to live your life again. However, in order to have peace again, we've got to accept God's forgiveness. We do that by believing the Bible. When God said in 1 John 1, 9, that if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and he will cleanse us from all wickedness. Once again, God promised he would forgive us if we would just confess it. So today, if you are battling and overwhelmed with guilt, go to God, confess your sin. Once you realize your guilt has been removed, then you can begin to experience the second result of forgiveness, which is this, the restoration of our joy. Psalm 51 and verse 8, David prayed, Oh, give me back my joy again. You have broken me. Now let me rejoice. In Psalm 51 and verse 12, David said, Restore to me the joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you. Once we realize that God's forgiven us and removed the guilt, then he'll restore the joy of the Lord in our hearts so that our heart can be blessed. It's been broken by our sin and guilt. Now we've been forgiven. The guilt has been removed. We can rejoice again and be happy and have a fulfilled life. Joy and peace are vital to our survival in life. It's what gives us strength. Listen to Nehemiah chapter 8 and verse 10. And Nehemiah continued, go and celebrate with a feast of rich foods and sweet drinks and share gifts of food with people who have nothing prepared. 
This is a sacred day before our Lord. Don't be dejected and sad, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. The children of Israel, they thought that God was upset with them because of their sin, but God had forgiven them. And that forgiveness brought cause for rejoicing. And Nehemiah said, don't be dejected or sad, accept God's forgiveness, because you need God's joy. It is your strength. You see, it's impossible for us to function effectively in life, especially serving the Lord, if we're constantly depressed and overwhelmed with guilt and sadness. When God forgives, he not only removes the guilt, but he also restores our joy. Now, that being said, I've got to mention that even though we've been forgiven and God has removed our guilt, there may be some people in your life who will not forgive you and they will continue to hold you guilty. When that happens, they're going to try to steal your joy by doing everything in their power to remind you of the foolish sins you committed. While God says he will remember them no more, people haven't made such a promise, and they'll make sure you know they have not forgotten. Unfortunately, these people don't understand or know the forgiveness of God or the truth of the Bible, because if they did, then they would know that they're supposed to forgive just like Jesus did. Ephesians 4.31 through Ephesians 5.1 says this, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. That's what these people who haven't forgiven do. Then Paul goes on to say, instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Living in the light, imitate God, therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear, dear children. Once the guilt is removed, our joy is restored, and then our relationship with God is right again. Now we can experience result number three, and that is our return to service for the Lord. In Psalm 51, verses 7 through 13, David prayed this, purify me from my sins and I will be clean. Wash me and I'll be whiter than snow. Oh, give me back my joy again. You've broken me. Now let me rejoice. Don't keep looking at my sins. Remove the stain of my guilt. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Now listen to this. Do not banish me from your presence and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Why did David pray that? Because he needed the power of the Holy Spirit and the presence of God in order to be effective as his servant of the Lord. He goes on to say, restore to me the joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you. And then in verse 13, he says this, once all this is done, you've forgiven me, you've brought, give me my joy, you've removed the stain of my guilt, You've given me the Holy Spirit in your presence. He says this, then I will teach your ways to rebels and they will return to you. God's ultimate purpose is for us to walk with him and be used by him to serve others. Why would God forgive us, remove our guilt, 
create in us a clean heart and a loyal spirit, make us willing to obey him, give us the Holy Spirit to empower us, and then tell us we're not qualified to do anything. There are many of God's children today who are living a life of defeat because someone has told them that God won't use you anymore because of what you did. Nothing could be further from the truth. Jesus told Peter he would deny him three times. But then Jesus reminded him, but afterwards you're going to repent. And when you return to me, Jesus said, Peter, I want you to feed my sheep. I want you to serve me effectively. And you know what? Peter did. And he was useful again after denying that he even knew God. In summary today, when God forgives us, he removes the guilt, restores our joy, and we can return to our service for him. Friend, I hope you've experienced that kind of forgiveness. If not, you can today. Let's pray. Father, thank you for forgiveness. Thank you, Father, for the wonderful grace of God that provides that forgiveness. And Lord Jesus, protect us from giving in to the complaints and those around us that would try and convince us we can't be used again by you. Lord, may we know your great power in forgiveness. Take our lives, restore our joy, remove our guilt, and return us to effective service for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for joining us on this Thursday. I hope you have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as we close out our week talking about broken people who can once again be valuable. Have a great day, everybody. Mm -hmm.